Let me go to the phone now. We have my good friend Jenny Thier. She's an award-winning investigative journalist reporter for The Daily Caller. Jenny, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. No, thanks for being here. I'm glad you were, we were able to connect. Uh, you've had a busy week. Uh, you started off by infiltrating basically human smugglers, one of their private text <laughs> messages. We're going to talk about that. And you were on the phone or, or spoke to the president of Guatemala today as far as how our border czar is doing. Uh, so we'll get to that after. But tell us about this interaction where you were able to infiltrate these human smugglers, um, their text chain. Yeah, absolutely. So I did get myself into some Turkish smugglers telegram chats where they advertise and recruit for migrants to come to the U.S. It operates almost like a travel agency. Uh, they ask you to pay about $10,000 and you will get your flight taken care of. It will be from Istanbul to Cancun. They will get you your visa in Mexico. Uh, they will uh, get you entrance uh, into Mexico, a hotel, a taxi, and then uh, your flight to Tijuana, where you will then be delivered to the border. So this is a well-oiled uh, smuggling scheme, and uh, people are utilizing it because we see uh, on their social media accounts, the videos of them crossing the border thanking these smugglers, as well as photos that they share of their stamped passports in Mexico. Well, wow. and we've all seen the video on TV of the, the individuals crossing through the hole in the fence where the smugglers are taking video or pictures of them and then waving at the cameras, uh, your cameras, Fox News, whoever's down there, uh, just waving at them and shrugging their shoulders and going, yeah, it's business as usual, sorry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it also continues to perpetuate this issue because people see exactly how it works because they watch someone post the video, they watch how it happens, they know that, okay, if you turn yourself in, here's what you do, they'll release you in most cases. Uh, that's they're doing the PR essentially for the smugglers and uh, to invite more migrants. This trafficking scheme is for migrants from across the world. I mean, some of the chats mentioned, you know, anywhere uh, in, in the globe. Uh, when I reached out to one of the smugglers, I had asked him about if he would bring people from the Middle East, and he said, absolutely, and then he said I sounded like a cop after yeah, I exactly. asked too many questions, of course, but, you know, I don't have that background, so maybe I need to be a little bit more careful next time, but of course, I pretty much got all the information I needed. They even have a special WhatsApp channel for Azerbaijanians, so uh, there is absolutely a very uh, broad scale operation going on here and one of the issues that it also brings into play is the special interest aliens which are migrants who come from areas of the world that are of particular national security concern they're flagged by DHS and that in includes some of these folks that are brought through these smugglers 
Yeah, most people who aren't on any lists are just coming here. You know, they're just getting, they're paying low dollar to get sent across the border. They're finding the first border agent, first uh, Department of Texas Public Safety, and and turning themselves in. Where these individuals, you say $10,000, they're paying that to get in undetected, unnoticed, because they are on these lists and they will be found. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, You know, I think that, Again, the, the national security concerns of the situation at the border should not be downplayed. We see a surge in people caught on the terror watch list. We see uh, people that are let into the country who then go on to commit crimes, to obtain firearms, to uh, work on illegal marijuana grows. Uh, some become victims of trafficking. Uh, some become victims of sex trafficking. Children are brought into uh, factories where they're used for cheap labor and they're abused. Um, There's so many levels to this issue that I think we should always bring up when we talk about stuff like this. Yeah, 900% increase in Chinese nationals of military-age men. Uh, you know, the list goes on. Yeah. Uh, now, you, you brought up that it, this is run like a tourist agency, and the fact that they're getting visas into Cancun and then bringing them to Tijuana, uh, do we believe that there's inside connection with parts of the Mexican government that's for helping facilitate this on that side? Well, you know, the Biden administration recently had conversations with the Mexican uh, officials from President Lopez Obrador's administration, and it seems to have some sort of effect on the migration flows in the last couple of weeks. We'll see what happens and see if that's true, but um, they certainly do hold a lot of leverage over us when it comes to this issue. The Mexicans have for a long time you know, obviously allowed this because these people have to go through their country to get to us, of course. And on top of that, Mexico hands out visas for these folks, permits to, you know, transit the country. Um, so it's it's openly allowed by them. And it is something that makes other countries like Guatemala, as you mentioned, very upset because they do not want to be part of this. That country does not want to be a safe third country, doesn't want to be a transit country, and it's really trying to crack down when it comes to border security. And brings us great, great passageway into the next. Uh, you talked to the Guatemalan president's office uh, recently about Kamala Harris's uh, performance as the border czar. What happened with that conversation? What happened transpired there? Right. So... You know, Guatemala is part of uh, Kamala Harris's portfolio. She's tasked with addressing, quote, the root causes of migration. And it encompasses Honduras, it encompasses El Salvador and Guatemala, the Northern Triangle countries, as they call them. Obviously, whatever they've been doing is not working because we just saw a monthly record of 300,000 encounters in December. Um, We've seen over 1 million encounters since the last phone call that Kamala Harris had with the Guatemalan president, which was in June. So between now and then, they haven't had these conversations, 
and a lot of their requests from the Guatemalan president to the United States have been uh, denied. And what the U.S. has wanted, what the Biden administration has asked of the Guatemalan president is that they open up more legal channels for migrants from other countries coming into Guatemala to access to then get to the United States. But again, the Guatemalan president does not want his country to become a safe third country and uh, has said that many times over his administration. But looking back on all of this, because he is leaving office in a few days, his you know assessment of the situation is that calls for more help with the police forces there along the border, help for uh, cracking down on migrant flows, specifically these large caravans have uh, been met with calls from the vice president's office and the White House more, you know, of they want migrants who cross illegally into Guatemala to be able to have shelter in Guatemala, to have a legal process to get to the United States, and that is absolutely what the Central American country does not want. Just incredible. Just incredible. The, the lack of support we're giving for a nation that, that wants to help with the issue. Yes. Yes, exactly. And, and it's an interesting thing there, too, because Guatemala is not uh, like Honduras uh, in the sense that the president that's been in power there for two years has been very conservative. He's a pro-life president. Um, he, of course, wants to crack down on illegal immigration, has increased the penalties for traffickers and smugglers. Um these things from more of a, a security view, of course. So um, it's, it's an interesting issue that affects the entire region um, that Kamala Harris, again, is supposed to be the one addressing this. And I've been to Guatemala twice, and I've talked to migrants there that have crossed their southern border that are on their way to the United States. In October 2022, I had asked them at the border with Honduras if they thought Kamala Harris was addressing the problems that were leading them to come to the United States uh, in their home countries, and they said absolutely not. That's obvious from the numbers we've seen across our border. Unbelievable. Jenny, uh, where can people follow you if they want to follow your work over at The Daily Caller? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Jenny S. Care. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Do you have anything coming up that you're going to, new tasks that you're looking into? Uh, you never, <laughs> I, I'm always amazed. Uh, you know, I, I, I saw the, the infiltration of the text messages with the, the smugglers, and then the next thing I know, you're on the phone with the, the president's office from Guatemala. Is there anything in the works coming up for next week? Oh, my goodness. There's always something. Stay tuned. I'm, <laughs> I'm following all these issues, so I'm, I'm on it for you guys. Sounds great. Well, I'll be looking forward to it. And, again, if anyone who wants to follow her, it's Jenny, G-E-J-E-N-N-I-E-S-T-A-E-R on Twitter. And you're not, you won't be disappointed because, like she just said, there's always something in the works. Jenny, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Bye-bye.